The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm chapter 111, we're going to see what's called the Psalm of Praise, really a hymn. Really, it's, it's the psalmist is writing this and it's just worship. It's just as we would sit down and sing a, a hymn or a song of praise or um, worship song, however it is we'd sing. All of these are included with different aspects. Some of them talk directly about God, His greatness, what He's done, how, how He's faithful to us, things of that nature. And each of these songs include, and in the way we talk and how we talk about him at church, all of these things include different aspects of who God is and what he does and how it affects us. And in other passages of Psalms, we're told to sing with songs and hymns and spiritual songs. There should be a variety of different types of music and different, um, different points in, in the words, different meanings and different types of worship through which should not all be just the one same thing. Uh, I guess the psalmist clearly told us psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. There are different types of music to be used. And so what we're going to look at some of the content of this worship, but we're going to start in verse number one, talking about the heart of the worshiper. He says in verse one, praise ye the Lord. Uh, I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. So he starts with talking about a praise of the Lord with my whole heart. This is the heart of worship. And we, if we were to jump, we won't do it now. We won't talk about it for now, but we jump to the end of it. It talks about the fear of the Lord. It's all part of that worship. Uh, it's all part about recognizing who God is. And I will do it with my whole heart. Can I, can I just encourage when we talk about the idea of our whole heart? The term heart uh, is a term you see in Scripture a lot. And if we're not careful, uh, we can do something that I think can be dangerous in teaching. Uh, we can talk weird. Uh, we can use terminology that is biblical, but when you practically think about it today, it, it doesn't mean the same. So the heart here is not talking about the physical heart. It's not talking about that organ that pumps in our chest. It's using, it's kind of um, a metaphor similarly to that. You see, the heart in our chest, that, that organ that pumps the blood and keeps us alive, it is the core of our life. Everything we do comes out of the heart. And people talk about, you know, they love them with their heart, things of that nature but they go to the heart because that is the core. If your heart fails, your life is over. So it is the thing that keeps your life going. It's the center of all of that. So Jesus, and throughout Scripture, is referencing the heart as the center, the core, what makes all of us happen. And he talks about this from a spiritual perspective. Uh, some people call it spirit. Some people call it our mind. Really, it's the core of our belief. It's the core of our direction and the core of what drives us and holds us um, firm with Jesus as a Christian. It's our heart. It's our spiritual heart. Really, it's a spiritual terminology. And he says, so with my whole being, with everything that I am, with everything that I believe, with everything that I love, I'm going to worship God. I'm, gonna, I'm not just, let me tell you, he goes a little further, in the assembly of the upright, so he's saying, in, in his case, in the temple. Uh, we would say in church. So I'm going to praise him when I come to church. I'm going to lift up my voice unashamedly to church, and I, I'm going to sing with the congregation, and I understand it's tricky. Now, you know, just after saying, we won't be here Sunday morning, but you understand the point. Um, I, will, I will come and I will sing, and there is an importance. Uh, God has told us many times to coming and assembling, if we can, in church, to assembling, to being around other people and hearing. There's just something about hearing a congregation singing praise to God. But then he doesn't finish there. He says, with the upper, in, in church per se, and then, and in the congregation, and, and in the city. When I'm around everyone else, when I'm not at church and I'm out there, I'm still going to sing his praise. One of the greatest aspects or applications I could pull from this, and my, from, at least from me, is that church was never intended to be a completely separate part of my life. Let me explain what I mean. 
in, in this overly, and we live in this part of the world, in this over-religious sense, okay? I go, I, I, I kind of live any way I want to throughout life. Jesus isn't really part of it, but then I go to church on Sunday. And I go to church on Sunday so I can do church, if you know what I mean. I, I can be really spiritual at church. In some cases, we don't do this, but I have to confess to a priest or whatever it is. And so I kind of, I try to wash away all my bad this week from that hour or two that I do good at church on Sunday. And can I encourage you that I think that it's, we're missing the perspective of church? God told us in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You don't have to go to a priest or a pastor to confess your sins. Uh, actually, there's one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. I can go straight before to God and ask for forgiveness because Jesus has broken that. We talked about that toward the veil down. I can go in the presence of God by myself. I don't need a mediator. Jesus is that mediator. So I go in his name and I go and I, I, I go to God straight and ask for forgiveness and he's promised to always give it because that's the promise he gives. So when I come to church, it's not, well, I'll make myself feel better, because that's not how God intended it to be. Here's what God intended. And here's, let me, let me go to the other extreme before I, I conclude. The other extreme is, okay, well, I go to church and I still want to be the super spiritual, so to be consistent, I have to be super spiritual the rest of the week. All of that is still a front. All of that is me looking and acting a certain way. All of that is me saying, I want to look good, I want to act good, and it's still me trying to do Christianity, which God never intended for be the point of this. So what, what, what are we supposed to do? Well, I go to church so that I can learn about Jesus and I can learn about the Bible and I can grow in my knowledge of those things and grow in what I do about it. Then I go out throughout the week and do it. I don't become more super spiritual when I come to church. I come to church on Sunday like I would go anywhere else on Tuesday. It's just who I am. I come real. Uh, one of the things I've seen in the younger generation who grew up in church, and, and I, I agree with them, things that probably frustrate them more about church than anything, is they've grown up around church and people Monday to Saturday live a very different way than they do on church on Sunday. It's just, it's, it, that's where their struggle with hypocrisy comes from. And please, I'm not asking you to be super fake spiritual the rest of the week. Be real. You know, if you're battling with something on Tuesday or Thursday, then you're battling it on Sunday and you come to Sunday not to put on a front so the world can see you. You come in on Sunday so you can learn and grow in Jesus. That's, that's the premise. And so it allows me to grow in that aspect. So that is, it's the core of worship. Worship is recognizing who God is and how much I love God and how much God loves me and how I can grow in Him. And I do it with my whole heart. I don't do any of this strictly for the purpose because I feel like I need to do tradition and it's easy to get there, it really is. And, and honestly, if I can find these five or six traditions and then I adapt myself to them, I feel like I've conquered. And that is sometimes a tricky part. Religion makes it a little easier in that way. I'm in control. Whereas relationship with Jesus is different because I, I'm not in control. I don't just wake up today and this is me. Or wake up today and say, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this because religion tells me to. Or I'm going to do my five or ten religious things. I wake up today and say, God, I'm struggling in this, or I'm, curious, I'm nervous in this, or I need help in this. And I have to let God work in me throughout that day. Yes, Sunday helps because I'm encouraged and it teaches me and I learn about God and I grow. But I, I, the goal is that I would grow every day in Christ. And then I'm not, none of it's fake. It's all supposed to be real. And I guarantee you that if you just came to church real, the people around you would do nothing but love that, especially the younger generation, because they're done with the fake. And I, and I don't blame them. It's easy to put on a front, but we don't want people putting on something that looks good. We want, we want people who are real. And that means we have real good days and real bad days, real victories and real defeats and real battles and real struggles. And that's what it is. 
And that's when we can get real answers from God, when we're willing, willing to be real. And that's really where it comes to see the whole heart in the assembly and out of, you know, in the con- in this con- assembly of the upright in the congregation. It's consistent. It's, it's something that's supposed to become part of who I am, not of what I do. And again, it's not putting on this front to look spiritual. It's me coming like I am right now to church, normal, and letting God teach me and help me to grow. That's that's the premise of Fort Worship. It's the premise of church. And some churches and some religions teach that differently. And oh, I hope you learn that's not what the Bible teaches and that we would find that peace. I don't have to become something I'm not. I come to Jesus as I am every day. From the day I'm saved to the day I get to heaven, I come to him every day as I am. And I let him do the work to make me more like his son, Jesus Christ. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. I admit I, I was intending to actually cover six to ten verses, six to ten verses today, and I covered one. So we'll just pick up here tomorrow as we continue through this chapter in Psalm chapter 111 and continue to talk about worshiping God. Again, one quick thing, if you came in, if you missed the beginning of this, just to give those watching this an update, uh, with a list of, we've had t- three other people, two other people who have contract, we found out, Brother McKenna uh, has COVID. He, he's on the end of his quarantine time, but he has it. Last night we found it. Mrs. Carroll has it, Sissy Carroll. And then, uh, so with those two things being in mind, and there's still some people that are, and we're not sure. We just want to make sure that this is not continuing to spread in church. And so the pie and praise is going to be moved to Sunday night on the 28th after Thanksgiving. And so this coming Sunday, there is no evening service at all. And we'll continue online Sunday morning. Um, for the purpose of just making sure that uh, we, this, we don't bring it back in. We want to do everything we can to keep people safe. And so please join us Sunday morning. Please be there at 10 o'clock online and join us. And trust me, there's no one that hates going online to church more than me. Uh, but I think we do need everything we can to keep safe. And we do realize there's about eight that I know of that, have, um, that are connected to our church that have had COVID. So it's a pretty good number for us to say, let's wait until we get to the other end of this. And one more week is probably the best answer. And the last thing we want to do is someone else to get sick before Thanksgiving. So we wanted to just do it one more week. The board all voted unanimously last night to do that. So we're going to do that. Join us Sunday morning online and uh, hopefully it'll be a great time of worship as well. Thanks for joining us again today, Tuesday, or sorry, Thursday. We appreciate you being with us. We hope you join us again tomorrow. God bless.